Hello, Property Nomads. Hope you are doing well. Got some important economic information to go through in today's episode. And that's the fact that we have seen the largest peacetime increase in government debt for more than 300 years. Now, you probably listen to that title and go, okay, well, that's interesting. What's this got to do with everything moving forward? Well, that's exactly what we're going to explain. It's quite a sombering and sobering thought to have and to know this. We've got an article here from Sky News, and uh, it starts off with saying that high levels of national debt will hurt the UK's ability to fund public services and respond to an economic crisis, um, a think tank has said. I don't know why you need a think tank for that. I think a three-year-old could tell you that if your outgoings are much more than your income, then you're going to have issues further on down the line. Now, it's just another one of those sort of mid-level management things that we're so good at here in the UK that we really don't need, um, in, in my opinion. Let's let's sort that out. But by the by, that's for a different episode. Let's move on. So apparently um, not in the last 300 years has there been such a large increase or peacetime increase in the amount of government borrowing. So there's been a trebling of the debt ratio in regards to GDP in the last 15 years alone. Now, that's concerning. In the last 15 years, basically, the trebling of the ratio of debt to a measure of economic output, i.e. GDP, gross domestic product, has trebled. That should concern you as it is. And that's from 2007. Then the ratio has grown from 36%, which is still high, but, okay, to over 100%. And that hit in May of 2023. Now, that's very concerning. Why is that concerning? Well, there's a multitude of reasons. Number one, again, if your outgoings are more than your income, then that's not sustainable. You know, not in your personal life, not in your business. It's not sustainable at all. If your outgoings are more than your income, that's going to have serious consequences down the line. And the article goes on to say that the knock-on effect is difficulty in funding services and increasing spending in the event of potential future economic crises. And also that the debt ratio will rise further. Yes, absolutely. So there's a couple of reasons why that debt ratio is likely to rise even further. Number one is that let's just skip to a different article here. Briefly, uh, so the UK borrowing costs have risen to the highest since 1998. Now, this is in the back of uh, the various increases we've had in the cost of borrowing in the last couple of years as a government and Bank of England response to the pandemic and other bits and bobs that have happened since then. So this has meant that the cost of borrowing has increased as you know, I'm sure we're all very familiar with now, and the government is no exception. So the government cost of borrowing has increased. That means that it's going to be more difficult even for the government to start paying back this moving forward. By the way, if you think we've got problems, uh, check out the, the USA, who have a debt of, at the time of recording, I think it's about $34 trillion dollars. I'm going to say that again, $34 trillion. So if you think we've got issues, um, yeah, the, the, a lot of the eyes are on the USA at the moment. 
And going back to our original article, yes, so this is why we're seeing uh, councils have got a lot of issues at the moment, uh, you, know, you know, going bankrupt or this is happening, that's happening. And it's all because, again, their outgoings are much more than their income. This is why we're seeing all these very sort of unfriendly uh, car movements, uh, i.e., you know, let's put speed cameras here, ULEZ over here, let's charge people more here, let's charge people more there. It's because they're going bankrupt or they're having issues with their finances. And it's the same as anything in life. If you start to have issues with your finances because you haven't got enough assets, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you sort of start getting yourself into a, a, a dark hole, a spiraling vortex. This is exactly what's happening here, except we're talking about the UK government. And by the way, yes, the Conservatives have got us into this situation. Uh, absolutely. I quite believe that Labour will do the same when they get elected next year. So I don't think it matters who's in charge, really. It, everyone's going to be in the same boat when it comes down to this. As the article does go on and continue, it does say that the forecast is that uh, it will be, the ratio will be about 140% of GDP over the next 50 years if current market expectations are correct, i.e. that the UK continues to have a high interest rates in the longer term. Yeah, we probably will have higher interest rates uh, for a while. But again, that doesn't mean that government cannot reduce the uh, debt, to the debt to GDP. Yeah, no, it, it's perfectly plausible to do. You just need a bit of radical thinking to an extent, and you also need to simplify things. Um, for example, you could simplify the uh, tax code. You could get rid of a lot of middle management crap. You could get rid of a lot of uh, fancy projects that have been earmarked. And, and again, this isn't the episode for that, but this, this isn't impossible. Just because we're on this slippery slope doesn't mean we have to continue on it. We can get off of it as well. But this is where you have issues with politics and voting. You know, it doesn't match up, trust me. Going back to the article. Uh, so, yeah, in a nutshell, uh, this report believes that the Bank of England base rate will remain above 5% to the end of December 2024. Yeah, it's possible. At the time of recording this, it's 5.25%, which is completely, absolutely fine. Uh, it's just, it is what it is at the end of the day. Uh, this does make me laugh, though, and this is where I take uh, issue with, with Sky on this. So moving down, inflation, which is the, apparently the rate of price rises, which is fine, has remained stubbornly high after the pandemic era supply chain problems pushed up costs. Yeah, absolutely, that did happen. Uh, that was a result of um, the way that we reacted to it. And it was also significantly worsened by the energy price high seen after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Now, again, this is where I fight back about the mainstream media narrative. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to doubt that energy price highs were seen after Russia's invasion. I'm not going to disagree with that. That's absolutely fine. It's almost the way that it's worded, and it doesn't take into account the government's reaction to banning Russian products, uh, gas, oil, etc. The things that sort of we need uh, to get by, uh, the government's reaction to that invasion helped to spike those prices. So it wasn't technically 
Russia invading, it was the way that our government reacted. And we're not the only people as well. And this is a, one of the mainstream media narrative things that really bugged me uh, moving forward. It's, uh, hang on a minute, let's, let's put the, you know, let's either, let's look at our own doorstep, Let's look at our own doormat. Let, let's have a look at what's going on here. Oh, yeah, it was our own government. It was a response to these things that mean we're in this situation that we're in today. Apparently, its percentage point rise in the basic interest rate is adding about 15 billion to government borrowing costs. Uh, and, and of course, that goes back to that slippery slope. It just continues to spiral out of control. And if you're not, then if you don't have enough income coming in to pay for your expenditure, then again, it doesn't matter if you're government, it doesn't matter if it's you or me, it doesn't matter if it's your business, that's just not healthy moving forward any way, shape or form. Uh, so, yeah, uh, what also isn't helping is the reduces state debt uh, does have a political significance. Yet again, we understand that. Um, Sunak made it one of his five priorities, but again, because it's election year coming up, et cetera, et cetera, all that's probably been watered down. And the article does finish off by saying um, two forms of state support were poorly targeted. So there was a lot of grants going out to self-employed workers after the um, pandemic and issues with um, household energy bills and energy supports and that sort of stuff. Again, government sort of dug themselves into a hole there with how they reacted. Um, but the point is that supposedly um, the overall cost of these um, helping schemes could have been reduced by 35 billion, supposedly. Uh, monetary policy should be changed. With the target rate of inflation brought up from 2% to 3%. So that is the end of the article. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, in a nutshell, it's not good news that the level of debt has increased. And if it continues to increase, then that's going to be no bueno for everyone involved. And we're wondering why. Um, in, well, mainstream media is wondering why inflation is sticky. And again, it's, it's how government responding, what's going on here. Uh, I, you know, yes, we can certainly put the blame at the feet of the Tories in the last 10 to 15 years. I don't think Labour are going to be any better. The point being that we're on that slippery slope. And once you start on that slippery slope, you know, things can get a hell of a lot worse. So inflation is not going to go away anytime soon. Government debt's not going to go away anytime soon. It can be worked on. It definitely can be worked on, but it's not necessarily something that might be popular with the voters. And of course, this is where politics, finances, et cetera, et cetera, you start to get that somewhat toxic blend, uh, which isn't healthy. So watch this space. Uh, try not to get under the uh, illusion that this is all going to be sorted out anytime soon. And uh, let's just see what happens. We'll do our best to keep up to date. What I would say is uh, thank you for subscribing to the podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, please do go and subscribe. We're on iTunes, uh, Spotify, etc. And do go and check out our YouTube channel as well. We try and do a lot more content on the YouTube channel. So go and subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube content and the YouTube channel as well. Thank you very much. And um, we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Property Nomads. To help the podcast even more, please do head over to patreon.com forward slash property nomads. That's patreon.com forward slash property nomads. Mm -hmm.